0: This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting WCWP.org.
1: 9 a.m. Friday morning, this is Mark Snyder and it's time for Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Chamber Chatter is a monthly roundtable discussion with today's Long Island business leaders. It's been underwritten by MapTunes, Long Island Chamber Maps. And we've got a big show for you today. For starters, this is the first time since the pandemic began over two years ago that I have the pleasure of broadcasting once again from the WCWP studios on the LIU Post Campus here in Brookville, New York. And I can actually look at two of my three guests straight in the eye, as well as my engineer for today's program, Dan Cox. Dan, good to see you again. My three business leaders with me today all lead organizations of relatively small communities, relative, I guess, to the size of maybe a Huntington or a a Farmingdale. My guests are Janet Haeft, president of the Northport Chamber of Commerce, Ed Lieberman, president of the Gold Coast Business Association, and Maria Cassini joining us via Zoom technology. She's the president of the Malvern Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to Chamber Chatter. Thank you. Also this morning, what is there to do for a day in these communities? Well, you're gonna find out on our Day Tripper segment. On Jeannie in a Bottle, we'll learn what three wishes Janet, Ed, and Maria have for their business group in 2022. And later on in the program, I'll turn the microphone over to our three guests, They're here with me today, and we're going to let them talk among themselves. We call that segment, Ask a Leader. The program is called Chamber Chatter, so let's chat. Janet, I'm going to start with you. Tell me about your rise to Chamber President. I understand uh, you've been in office for three months. Three months,
2: yes. Um, I became a Chamber member when I joined Coach Realtors, and then uh, because I became very active, they invited me to be on the board. And then one thing leads to the other. When you're on the board, you eventually become president of the chamber. So this, the next two years is my turn to um, keep the chamber alive, functioning well, and keeping our community active.
1: When you joined the chamber, how many years ago did you first join?
2: I joined about eight years ago.
1: When you joined, did you join with the idea in mind that you were going to run this all the way up to the flagpole in one day?
2: Absolutely not, not. I just joined because I wanted a network. I wanted people to know about my business. I'm a real estate agent. I work for Coach Realtors right in the village, and um, no, I had no ambitions
1: at all. So tell me how. How healthy is your chamber now? We're rolling out of a pandemic, and it's been hard on a lot of chambers.
2: We really haven't lost um, many people, many businesses at all. Um, We really survived um, through the whole pandemic. Um, We lost a few people, but we have about um, 225 people in our chamber.
1: Okay. Ed Lieberman, for my listening audience talk about the geographical areas that make up the Gold Coast Business Association. Everybody wants to know.
3: (laughs) Well, thank you very much for uh, inviting me here today. Uh, I've been president for uh, approximately a month now, so I'm getting acclimated myself, but uh, have been involved with the uh, business association for approximately six years. uh, When I was asked to join, at that time, I was the mayor of Seacliff, and then I was promoted to the board and uh, the opportunity became uh, available to become president and uh, I went for it and uh, just as I said for uh, the last month so historically since 1980 there was the Glenhead Glenwood Landing Business Association which was centered in those two uh, hamlets within uh, our close proximity to uh, Seacliff which is part of the same North Shore School District they expanded a little bit into Seacliff, but they kept the name as it was. When I became a member, and as I was the mayor, I kind of said, well, we really have to look at you know changing the name and our perspective here. And we came up with uh, the expansive um, geographic area uh, with the name of Gold Coast Business Association. So we go from the village of Roslyn, Greenvale, uh, Old uh, Brookville, um, um, Glenhead, Glenwood Landing, Seacliff, Glen Cove, the city of Glen Cove, and uh, Locust Valley. So the whole idea was to not be within one specific community, but to expand into what we call the the Gold Coast. And hopefully we're going to get, we're mingling now with the Glen Cove Chamber, and uh, hopefully in the future it'll be more encompassing, which I think will help all those business communities uh, as uh, indicated.
1: You mentioned the number of communities that have their own independent Chamber of Commerce. Right. Uh, Any pushback because you're infringing on their community? It's a
3: very good question. So actually, we met, myself and the Vice President uh, met with um, uh, President and Treasurer of uh, Glen Cove City Chamber just the other day, and we had a lunch meeting. The whole idea is, yes, we're going to do events together, Uh, you know like just mixers and uh, networking and then we'll have larger events hopefully uh, once a year or even more so they have welcomed us uh, with the concept that we're promoting so that's a very good start and then as we get more uh, situated with that we'll be looking to get even more involved uh, with other networking groups that we have in in the Glenhead area
1: as well. So let me drill down a little further on this. You represent uh, a couple of communities that do not have a chamber, Seacliff, Glenhead, Glenwood Landing. Is it necessary to then go into Glen Cove, Roslyn? uh, Greenvale is more, I guess, part of the Roslyn chamber. I guess they kind of reside in the middle. But even Locust Valley has their own chamber. We've had the president on this program. Is it necessary to go into those communities? And if so, why? Right. And I think this it
3: goes towards the whole idea of, of business. Um, you know, uh, who said that? Calvin uh, Coolidge? You know, Silent Cal, the business of America is business. So the whole idea is whatever you could do to promote the businesses in these small communities that we have on the North Shore in the Gold Coast area. You know, you could take talk about a day trip get into your car from, you know, the Roslyn area and go towards Locust Valley in the in the back road, so to speak, uh, off of 25A, north of 25A, and you're going to find beautiful, um, you know, estates and mansions and smaller communities, waterfront and what have you. And uh, I think it promotes each one of us. Um, we're not, you know, we don't have malls, we don't have big box stores in this area. You have to go all the way down to, you know, Old Country Road and what have you. And uh, for the most part, we're very proud to, f- to the fact that we have these small business communities, these beautiful little villages that you can come and shop, have lunch, you know, hear music, go down to the waterfront. Um, so it's all connected from that point. And I think that all these Uh, either smaller ones or the larger ones, like in Glen Cove, we could all um, intermingle for the benefit of business.
1: Okay. Another community that doesn't have uh, big box stores is the charming village of Malvern. Maria, um, I know your small town very well. For my audience who has no idea
0: where Malvern is, can you paint a picture for them? Sure. Malvern is just uh, past the Queens border. So we are Long Island. We're on the South Shore, but uh, we're a small little incorporated village, literally minutes from Queens. So when we talk about the day trip, anyone that's in Queens that wants to just not go far, but just kind of get out there a little bit onto the island, they're more than welcome to stop into Malvern. So um, our village is really very Mayberry-like. That's what people say. It's very charming. It's very small. We, uh, our main street is called is Hempstead Avenue. It really is just a couple of blocks long. And then we have a few other business side streets that are building up in the last couple of months, actually. So we're really happy about that. But it's really just a very um, kind of a, a little bit of a throwback town, even, you know, really cute, old fashioned um, and very charming. Sure is. Um,
1: give me a little more, my listeners, a little more geographical location. What are the towns that surround you? Because even though you say you're near the Queens border, you're really several towns away. You're not just over the border. Well,
0: we're, we're right next to Valley Stream. So we're just past, you know, on, on uh, the Southern State, we're 17S on the Southern State. So we are just past Valley Stream. We're right next to Rockville Center. Um, those are really, you know, we're nestled right there
1: between right. those Lynbrook. right right next to us. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you've recently taken over as president as well. In fact, we have three newbies with us today. Um, Tell me about your rise. How how did you get there? I've known you for a while now. You were, I think, just a member when we met.
0: Yeah, I was just a, a, a member and then I became a trustee. Basically, I had a company in Manhattan and about six years ago, I dissolved that business, I started my own design and branding company and I was having it run out of my house now instead of spending all of the rent that I was in Manhattan. And I realized, although I lived in Malvern for about 20 years, I was always commuting into the city. I didn't know the business community at all, any of the business leaders. I really didn't even know many of my neighbors. And so, when I started about 6 years ago this this design company I said, I want to get involved in the community. And the first thing I did was join the chamber, and I have to say it was one of the best things I ever did. It really changed the trajectory of my business and my relationship with the community. Um, It it really was fantastic. So I I just started as a member, I became a trustee. And what I realized was that other businesses weren't seeing the value um, of the chamber at that time. It was like the best kept secret. The, the, The chamber was doing all these amazing events. They did so many good things but they weren't branding themselves and nobody even knew that the chamber was the ones doing these great events. They thought the village was doing them. So, you know, obviously my expertise is in design and branding. And so I really brought a different level in terms of communicating who the chamber is, what they stand for and what they do for the community. And, um, you know, they, they wanted to bring me in as a trustee. And so I did that. And I became the vice president for the last couple of years. And a couple of months ago, I became the president.
1: For the longest time, you were known as the Malvern Merchants Association. And then yeah. a number of years ago, you changed to Malvern
0: Chamber of Commerce. Why did you do that? You know, I'm not 100% sure why they did that, but it definitely helped in the rebrand because um, we were able to just start fresh and say that we're, you know, a lot of new blood, a lot of the people that the veterans that were there did such a great job and such a great foundation for um, some of these tremendous events that we have that bring people out into town. Um, And so the combination of those veterans, the new people, and I think the new name change really just, um, you know, it helps propel us. Okay. So now that
1: you've met our three guests, it's time for our first Day Tripper segment, and we're going to take a trip around the village of Northport. Uh, Janet, one of the things I've learned recently is that Northport and East Northport are two very distinctive communities. Each of you have your own zip code and you have your own Chamber of Commerce. Yes. So tell my audience how they can spend a day in Northport, because I know there's a lot to do. There's a a tremendous
2: amount of things that you can do. First of all, I want to tell you that Northport is a historical waterfront um, village, and we are really a main street. We're off of 25A, so you can come into the village. We have free parking right by the water, which is beautiful. You can look out, see the boats, see Centerport, and um, from there you can go. We have an information booth. And you can pick up a brochure that we have. And it will tell you all the activities that we have planned for the year in Northport. So on your next trip, when you want to look something up, you can really just go to the brochure. So our Main Street has, um, you name it, it has it. It has restaurants. It has shops. It has art galleries. Um, One of our newest places that we have is the Ingerman Theater which it has actors come out from New York City, Broadway actors, and perform. There's no need to go into the city any longer. We have it here. And not only does the theater uh, exist, but the owners have now started building, and it will be opened in July of 2020, a boutique hotel. So you can make it an overnight event. And along with the boutique hotel, underneath they're opening up an Italian steakhouse. So we have another new restaurant coming along with all our other restaurants. The theater doesn't only have shows for adults, but they have a theater for children. So you can bring the kids there. I've seen where little girls dress up like the characters when they're going into the theater to see whatever play they're having. It's wonderful. And then, of course, we have all your restaurants after the theater. We have your little coffee shops that you can go to. Um, if you're a history buff, we have our uh, Northport Historical Society. It's open all the time. You can go in, look at the exhibits. It changes all the time. And sometimes they even have um, specific things for children there. It's another thing to look up. We also have um, Einstein's Addict, uh, which is a children's toy store and candy shop, which um next door to me he's just re- not, nodding his head yes he's brought his grandchildren you're familiar with yes
3: I'm very familiar with uh, Northport a- as I am with uh, Malvern and it just struck me it's just how lucky we are to live on Long Island um as other people are now discovering uh albeit be it uh from covid but you know what you're saying about Northport. Um, I travel there a lot. I go through it. It's just a, a quaint village. It it's yes. their, their main street. I used to run the the Cow Harbor oh, yeah, in, the, in just, my younger days. It's just so such a uh, you know real pleasant uh, maritime old village historical village. It's really so pleasant.
1: It is. That's quite an endorsement. Yep. I think you're looking at a future uh, chamber president, <laughs> <at> Northport. <laughs> anyway. Yes. part of the Gold So Coast. He, <laughs> me- he, he
2: mentioned that we have the uh, Cal Harbor Day race, mm-hmm. which we sponsor. And then after that, we have the following day, the Cal Harbor Day, where Main Street is shut off, restaurants are open, but they also have booths outside where you can get just a hot dog or whatever, the businesses are opened, um, there's music and games and things for people to do. We have free concerts all through the summer. Their wonderful wonderful music we shut off the main street again and we have family fun nights so they come down there's games for the kids there's music there's dining in the streets we really try to do a lot of things for the public
1: ed and maria i don't want to say there's a lot of pressure on you when your segment comes up but wow there's a I lot know. to do well, in well, Northport. <laughs>
2: That's just that's just touching the base of it. (laughs) That's just the first
1: four hours. (laughs) Really. (laughs) Anyway, that's a great day tripper segment. All right, we're gonna take a fast break and then we're back with Jeannie in a bottle, and that's where we're gonna find out what three wishes our leaders have for their business organizations. And Ed Lieberman is gonna tell us how to spend a day on the Gold Coast. This is Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. We're coming right back. Welcome back to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Once again, Chamber Chatter has been underwritten by MapTunes, Long Island Chamber Maps, and by the MapTunes Shoppers Discount app. With over 2,500 discounts island-wide, download the MapTunes app. That's M-A-P-T-O-O-N-S. Or you can simply visit shoppersdiscountcard.com. My three business leaders with me today... Janet Haft, she's the president of the Northport Chamber of Commerce. Ed Lieberman, president of the Gold Coast Business Association. And Maria Cassini, joining us via Zoom, president of the Malvern Chamber of Commerce. All right, let's play "Genie in a Bottle. And this is where our listening audience uh, learns about the three wishes that our new presidents have for their business group. As I mentioned, all three presidents with us today have taken over uh, since sometime between January and this morning ed back in september 2020 we had your former president steve Warshaw on the program and one of his wishes was to grow membership specifically stating that he felt many businesses did not know about the gold coast business association are you making progress in that area well
3: you know with the with the pandemic we uh actually and with the rebranding so we had a a little double whammy right there as far as name recognition Uh, But during the pandemic, we decide as a board um, not to uh, request uh, dues from our members. And although we had Zoom meetings, uh, we were kind of on a dormant uh, hiatus uh, because of the situation that was uh, before us. And, you know, with Zoom meetings, you really don't get the interplay or the population that you would have at a, a live meeting or a dinner meeting or something like that. So we we survived as best we could. And when we came out of it, uh, when I was asked uh, or voted in by the board, um, we had approximately $1,400 in the bank and about 26 paid members out from pre-pandemic. It was about 125. Um, So the last uh, six weeks or so, thanks to uh, the board, we have um, increased and gotten back to where we were essentially. And of course, our coffers are now uh, at the point where we could uh, pay for a new website. So we're really getting ourselves uh, uh, picked up by the bootstrap, so to speak, and to uh, get more involved now with new memberships. We have different programs that we're going to be doing and uh, have the money that we can uh, produce, um, you know, valid, uh, viable uh, events for uh, our membership. So uh, we're okay. at the we're at that stage right now. We're we're uh, ready to ke- to keep expanding.
1: All right. So as a new president, right, started March first. Yes. Okay. Um, what are your three wishes? Ah, the genie in the bottle came up
3: on the shore, and of course the shore would be, you know, our, our beautiful Hempstead Harbor and the Long Island Sound. So that triggered w- one uh, wish. You know, a lot of our economy and businesses. Uh, really uh, react to the weather, um, our, the hurricanes that we had, The you know, when we have a, a rain runoff in our area, they close all the beaches. And of course, now everybody's upset, uh, you know, when all the North Shore beaches are closed. So um, one of the wishes is for the environment uh, to be uh, cooperative if you will with businesses no storms no uh, uh, water runoff the, the the beautiful long Island sound now we're getting federal monies it's as it's pristine as it ever was the boaters are out there they're catching fish you see uh, all types of uh, sea life coming back and boaters so uh, and I'm sure you see that in in Northport as well so the the environment to us is very crucial in our um, in 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 promoting our businesses the second wish and i'm sure everybody's concerned with this too is that you know COVID is on the way out and it becomes something uh, of the past and our history um, in fact our sea cliff museum has an exhibit and we put together things from COVID that maybe in 20 years uh they'll, they'll display um but if it's going to be something that's the new norm that it doesn't devastate us like it has in the last two years. Very Um, popular wish, by the way. I'm sure it is. And the third one is really what I've been trying to promote, and I believe our board and the Gold Coast Business Association, with cooperation from other business associations, is to get together, to not be isolated among ourselves or competition. As I say, no competition, but just coordination and cooperation and learning about each other's community. Because we can get in the car, even with the gas prices the way they are, get in the car and see beautiful Long Island and all the, you know, 64 villages there are, the two cities that we have, all the hamlets that are here. You know, we're We're, we're in one of the most beautiful locations in the world and anyone who's ever traveled around the world. And as as I have, when they're coming back to our area where we live, I, I come back with a, a smile because I know what we have here. And then each of us uh, is able to explore just the, the beautiful environs of, of Long Island, and it's something to be proud of. Um,
1: so that's really my three wishes, and okay. uh, they're good. Thank you very much. We're <laughs> gonna check back on you. You know, it's interesting. Um, I'm a South Shore guy. Uh, the beaches never close. Beautiful. Never really gave it a lot of thought mm-hmm. when you're reading the paper about right. this North Shore beach closing. Yeah. This Never really gave a thought of the impact right. it has on the residents of the community until yeah. just now when you made that reference. Yeah. Because we go from, ta- you know,
3: like uh, Village Rosins at the, the foot of the Hempstead Harbor, which is a main thoroughfare with uh, shipping. They bring in... Um, Uh, Fuel and there's the sands of uh, Port Washington. So there's always, you know, boats there, and then there's the fishermen, the sports people, and they're casting off the sides of the promenade, going uh, from uh, along Tappan Beach up to Seacliff, and then you have Seacliff has its own beach. Yep. So we have that, and then the Glen Cove beaches are right there and all the way into Oyster Bay. So uh, that's a real... uh, Prominent uh, feature that that we have to deal with Uh, because when it rains hard then we're gonna have runoff You could be closed for two
1: days. That's a shame All right, Maria. I'm gonna paint a picture for you Let's say you're taking in a movie at the great Malvern theater a Mm -hmm. shout out to Henry and Ann Stamphill. And as you take your seat you kick something in front of you. It turns out to be a magic lantern When you open it up, a genie pops out, granting you three wishes for the Malvern Chamber. What are your three wishes?
0: Okay, so I would start with filling up some of the um, storefronts that we have. We still have a couple of empty storefronts. And, you know, for us, we're working really hard to bring some retail back. Because what's happened in the last few years is as we start to fill some of the storefronts, we're getting service businesses, which listen, we love, you know, we love that they're filled, but things like uh, lawyers and dry cleaners and everything that's on our main street. And I would really love to get some other shopping retail in some of the um, empty stores. That would be fantastic. And also a variety of restaurants. We would love to have um, something like an Indian restaurant or a Mexican restaurant or just some kind of an ethnic restaurant that would add to the fantastic restaurants that exist already here. So that would be, you know, definitely one thing. More retail and a variety of restaurants that we can recruit in so that we come become more of a destination for food. And um, that's let me, my. Second. Let
1: me interject for a second. How do you go yeah. about that?
0: Well we've actually gone to restaurants in other areas and asked if they were going to expand, if they were growing, if they wanted to open up a second restaurant. So we're literally looking around and trying to handpick to bring things that we feel would be successful in our town.
1: Right. Like we could use a bike shop. We could use a women's boutique. We could use an Indian restaurant.
0: Got it. Exactly. And I, We've put it out also on Facebook. I mean, we want to involve the community as much as we can. We really try to engage the community. So we've been doing a lot of Facebook posting and that kind of thing. And we were asking people in the village, you know, what types of things would you like here in an ideal world? And we got, you know, lists of different things. And then it just becomes, you know, who knows who. You know, let, let's just start to network and, and start to bring people in and have those conversations with our landlords. And, you know, it's, it's a challenge because yeah. some of our um, landlords live in Malvern, some of them don't. The ones that live in Malvern are very open to negotiation. Um, the ones that don't aren't um, as much. So, you know, there are some shops where we've brought potential people in and they just couldn't negotiate the price. Hmm. So my my dream is that we can um, help facilitate that and coordinate some really great businesses with our landlords and just, you know, fill up the spaces and and keep the town rocking.
1: Okay, what's number 2?
0: Um parking. <laughs> you oh. know, one of the challenges we have is uh it is a small community. We do have a municipal parking lot, um, but that's attached to the train station, so it's often it, it's often filled up. And for people like the movie, the movie theater, and the bowling alley, they're right next to that. It gets filled up very quickly. And um, street parking is limited. So figuring out a, a way to get more parking spots, which it's a big win for us. We we were able to get like 10 more spots squeezed out into side streets and everything through the town. And that was a win. But 10 is not going to help us grow. So we need to figure out a way to either get more parking spots or we're talking about possible um, valet um, support or something like that. So parking would definitely be um, something that we need.
1: Very common wish, by the way. It's, uh, you know, as I've said many times, you know, successful communities, they become a victim of that very success. And then, you're, okay, so now we've boosted business and we're the place to be and the destination village, but now we don't have enough parking spaces to accommodate everybody. It is a problem, but it, It's really, you know, it's more of a nod to the success you've had in uh, promoting Malvern.
0: Thank you. Um, And then the last thing is, um, in terms of communication, we've been doing fairly well with our Facebook. We really have not explored or done as much with uh, other social media. And I would love to be able to bring in um, somebody to help us. Uh, more regularly communicate via social media. And not only us as a chamber, but possibly put together a package for our members because you know, a lot of them um, struggle with with taking the time or knowing how to um, create content and keeping people engaged via social media. So uh, you know, one of the things that we're actually going to be working on and committed to doing this year, is having more of a presence for the chamber but also helping our members have more of a presence.
1: Maybe we could talk off the air. I have some ideas for you. That'd be great. Okay, Janet. Let me paint a picture for you. Let's say you're at Scudder Park, you know where that is?
2: Yes, I do. You
1: better. <laughs> and you're taking in the views of the harbor and when you notice a magic lantern lying in the sand and you pick it up, rub it rub it on its side and out comes a genie, granting you three wishes. What are you wishing for?
2: Well, my first wish would be that with the continued growth of Northport Village, I would not want the charm to disappear. I want it to remain the charming waterfront community that it is. But I do want us to, to grow. The balancing act. Yes. It's very hard. It really is. So um, that's my my wish my one wish but my other wish is also because we've had um, I don't know we've lost a few businesses but not many and we've developed or not that we've developed but we've been very fortunate that people with a vision have come into our community I'm talking about the theater then making the hotel we also have Del Vino vineyards vineyards which is lovely and it's gorgeous and it's a wonderful place to go to just have some drinks they just opened up a new tasting room there and everything so I want more visionary people to come in and bring forward their ideas for us to grow in our community in our little village and I I hope with all the businesses that have opened up and just the charm of the village we will we will get that. So I'm hoping then with other people coming in, we become a real destination spot on the East Coast. People can come in with their boats. People can drive in. We have places for them to stay now. And I want us to be a destination spot for the East Coast.
1: Well, hopefully the whole idea with the chamber is that it becomes a think tank and that you have people within your chamber who can come up with some of these ideas that you're talking about to help grow the community, but yet not kill the intimacy of Northport Village. And
2: we actually do. I have to say, the board that we have put together now, they're wonderful people and they have great ideas. And so I think it'll be um, a a workable situation. We'll be able to come up with great ideas and hopefully put them forward. And we just got in a new mayor and new trustees. And of course, they will be a, um, a big help and a big part of uh, making that dream come true to have it a destination spot.
1: Great. Was that two wishes or three?
2: Well, I think three. Maintaining was one. That's a big one. Just maintaining yeah. the charm and then um, getting more people in that have the wonderful visions of things to do, to bring. And But I have to say, our big issue, too, like every other small village, is parking. So... Oh. We could always use more parking. That's that's a big one. But we're very fortunate. We have some side streets and people don't mind who live in the village that have homes right there in the village, cars lining up in their street. Well, that's unusual. Yep. No, it is. (laughs) It's a very generous community.
1: All right. We've got two minutes before we take a break. We're going to take our second Day Tripper segment to the beautiful villages of the Gold Coast Business Association. Ed, uh, tell me how uh, a family might spend a day in your communities.
3: Okay. So a lot of the uh, small communities, villages within Gold Coast Business Association are historic districts as well. So you could start in the historic village of uh, Roslyn, you know, George Washington, although he didn't sleep there. He had breakfast there on his uh, 1790 trip. Uh, throughout uh, Long Island, uh, mainly to thank the people for uh, his spy trail, which is a, another story about Long Island. Um, and then you could just follow the the roads through the Roslyn Harbor, along Hempstead Harbor. You get to Glenwood Landing, Glenhead, where Tappan Beach is, which is a town of Oyster Bay Beach. Um, and then follow that up through Seacliff, in, which was a historic Victorian village uh, incorporated in 1883. I was proud to be mayor there for four years. Um, make your way down uh, cliff way to Seacliff Beach. Uh, and then follow the, the, uh, the water into the city of Glen Cove, which is now uh, developing the water uh, area. Um, and uh, continue on to beautiful uh, Locust Valley. And, of course, there's other places to go all the way to Northport. But uh, (laughs) uh, keeping with the Gold Coast, uh, there are so many different things. In Seacliff, we have our own museum uh, that talks uh, about the history of the area. Glen Cove has a museum. There's historical places within the village of Rosin, as I indicated. So there's a lot of history. There's restaurants all along uh, that area and um, uh, cultural places to go to as, as well. Uh, different types of food, different types of restaurants, um, really something for everybody. Boutiques, art galleries we have as well. Seacliff uh, has a lot of um, um, art, jewelry uh, type stores. Um, so there's a, a lot of things to do and with children as well. Um, so uh, any, and you start in... in Roslyn. You go all the way to Locust Valley. It it would take you a couple of days uh, if you really want to see everything. We only have 24 hours.
1: I know. Well, (laughs) 24 hours now is a a long time. uh, All right, Ed. Good stuff. Thank you. Um, I have to say that uh, all three of our uh, chamber leaders with us today represent uh, really, really beautiful communities on Long Island. A little later in the program, we're going to hear from Maria, who can't wait to tell us all about the charming community of Malvern. All right, when we return, we'll ask a leader, and that's where I'll stop asking the questions, and I'll let Janet, Ed, and Maria take the mic. This is Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Welcome back to Chamber Chatter on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Chamber Chatter has been underwritten by MapTunes, Long Island Chamber Maps. My name is Mark Snyder. Please allow me to reintroduce my three guests with me here today. Janet Haft, president of the Northport Chamber of Commerce, Ed Lieberman, president of the Gold Coast Business Association, and Maria Cassini, she's the president of the Malvern Chamber of Commerce. So now, it's time to ask a leader. And this is where I turn over the microphone and I let my guests chatter among themselves. Now, Maria, I'm going to start with you because... um, Like everyone here, you're relatively new to this whole chamber president thing, but I'm sure you may have a question or two you'd like to ask Ed or Janet.
0: Yeah, and this can be for either one of you if you want to jump in. I, I definitely have two questions. One is, you know, how do you show continued value to some of your members or how are you recruiting members in and showing them that, you know, whatever your dues are, are really contributing to the health of, them and the business community.
1: That's a great all. question. Who
0: wants to take it?
2: Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll take it. I think um, Northport has shown um, people that we have a great value. First of all, well, we do do some networking programs so you get to network with others and speak to people on a one-to-one basis during that time of course and and promote your business and yourself but also we have activities throughout the whole year that we bring people into the village Um, one of the things that we do in the fall is the halloween hayride and that was started after 9 11 to bring joy to the community because our community was hit pretty hard back then And so for, um, usually we don't charge all the time, but for this we charge $5. And for that, the families get, the kids come in costume. We have a pumpkin patch there that they get up to pick a pumpkin. They can decorate the pumpkin. We have a petting zoo. We have um, a hayride. One of our um, community members owns a tractor. So he pulls this wagon around and the kids sit. In there with their parents and all get to view the harbor and everything it's an ongoing thing for about four hours during the course of the day people come from all over and it's just a wonderful thing but we do many many things like that you know we have the Christmas tree lighting that brings people in Um, we right before the pandemic we had our first Winterfest where we put huge tents out in one of the parking lots and businesses could come in and sell their wares, and we had raffles and things like that. We have face painting for the kids. We always try to incorporate something for everybody. Right. So I think we've shown that it's worthy to be in our chamber.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, Maria, what she's saying is that the success of your community is justifies the value of the chamber. It justifies that the annual dues because your your community's so successful. Yes. People want to be a part of the chamber. Yes, makes sense I, to I me. Think
0: that's great, and and we've been fortunate to throw events like what you're saying, also that bring people in. One of the challenges we have are there are a couple of um, businesses that obviously benefit because we're bringing people into the town, but they just don't want to pay the the dues for it, and you know that just might be. Uh, in every town, you just get a few businesses that that say, well, the event's going to happen anyway, so I don't need to contribute and be a part of the community. And what we're trying to do is say, we're all linking arms. We're, you know, in good times and bad, we help one another. We're such a small community. But there's still a couple of stragglers, you know. <laughs> That's
2: true. And they'll always yeah. be that, I think.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, Ed? It's your turn as a former mayor of Seacliff. I'm sure you have a lot of experience running government, but maybe not so much running a business association. Questions for our guest here today? Well,
3: um, first of all, I thought that was a great uh, question that uh, Maria posed. Uh, Just to answer that, and I'll segue, we kept our dues uh, pre-pandemic relatively low. So that's an enticement. We're doing a new website. Um, we do we do have like a fall festival where uh, different b- uh, businesses can join, and because we are such an expansive geographic association, the fact that the different businesses in the different communities can get together and network throughout that I think is an advantage uh, of our association. Um, but a question that I have is um, at your meetings uh, we we meet general membership once a month board. What is uh, once a month also? We usually for the membership is a evening event, usually um, with dinner. But I was wondering what type of events you actually uh, have for the general membership on a monthly basis? Do you have speakers? If so, what do they concentrate on? Uh, et cetera?
0: Uh, I can definitely jump in on that because last week we had our first general meeting in two years in Malvern. and so we were so excited and motivated. And the one thing that worked for us is we do have a number of new businesses. So they're excited, they're energized. Um, We had a really good turnout. And what we did is we used one of our our businesses, the um, Bowling Center. She's got a separate area down below that has a bar and all of that. One of our new businesses is a barbecue place and a number of people haven't tried that yet. So we had him cater that. So we got to introduce him and his uh, flavors and tastes. And it was delicious to everyone. We had one speaker and he was talking about um, credit card uh, processing and also the benefit of having a gift card, a professional gift card and um, how that works. So there was, it was informative. It was also um, kind of fun. The networking was fantastic. And I think it was one of the best They people know that have history in the chamber said it was one of the best attended ones so what we were trying to do is obviously use businesses in town and talk about one of the things i talked about was um, working with one another because during the pandemic um, the cinema was having a very difficult time obviously it was closed almost the entire time and the bowling alley and so what we did was ask our member businesses to work with those two anchor businesses. So, one of the examples is one of our painting companies. At the end of the year, um, he wanted to get back to the community, so he bought a hundred um, tickets to the movie cinema, which helps the cinema, and it also helped him in the community. Say, well, I'm giving, I'm you know, buying free tickets. And then right now, the um, local hospital is working with the bowling center to. Um, take up almost all of the lanes with families so that they can communicate what's new with the hospital, but they're using our the bowling center to do that. So what we were talking about in the general meeting is how can we work with one another? How can we link arms to support one another in good times and in bad times? Um, you know think about your neighbor business. What can you co-op? What can you do together? Um, so that was the big theme that we had. In, uh,
1: in our general meeting, Does that answer your question? It does. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Janet, how about you? You're, like everyone else, relatively new at this game. Uh, question for our guests here today?
2: Um, I, really, I wanted to just ask them, what are some of the most popular activities and, and things that you as a chamber do for the community and to bring people in for your business, to the businesses.
1: Maria, you must talk about the art show that you do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We have a number of things. And for the first time we we put together more of a formalized calendar with a commitment to at least one event a month. And sometimes there's two events a month. We just had our spring into um, small business where We just, we had a couple of street vendors. We had a DJ in the center of town. Um, We were just promoting getting out of your houses and walking up and down the street, eat, shop, drink, dance, you know, so people were just out and about Mm. and having a good time. That was last week. Um, But one of the great events that started about five years ago was what we call the Art Walk. Uh, Last year, we had a hundred pieces of art in 40 different places through the town. And we have a kickoff meeting this year, we're gonna have like a jazz saxophonist and a, and a formal opening. But what's great about the Art Walk is, not everybody has a storefront. So we have art in the storefronts and windows and inside making people go into stores, but there are a number of service businesses and businesses in, um, in a, an office building that we have. And we had art in the local CPA, in the lawyer's offices so all of a sudden people were going upstairs into this building some of them lived in this town for 20 years and never went into that building and didn't know what kind of businesses were in there and so the art walk literally took them into an office building into all these small places and also in the storefronts obviously and so that was a great great um Way to bring people in and introduce them to businesses they might not know about because they're not right on your corner, mm-hmm. you
1: know. So, Maria, for clarity, so the artists from local artists in the in the community Island, is that right? Artist. Long Island, Island. artists. There and, are a number from Malvern, but they're Long Island artists. Yeah. And the visitor gets like a, a, a sort of a roadmap map to walk around town and go in and out of the buildings and businesses okay. and. Basically, you want them to go
0: visit all 40 pieces of art or whatever it is. Every throughout the entire town, from the farm all the way down to the the tributary roads and everything. There's just art everywhere. And, um, you know, you really can't even experience it all in one day. So people come back and there are a lot of people that are walking around during the week. Last year we had teachers taking their kids out, up and down. So it's getting bigger, it's expanding, it's a personal project for, for me that I just love. And, um, and this year, we actually got a little grant also. So we're gonna be able to make it even bigger and better than ever. So that, that's one of the events. We also have fall festivals. This, uh, in June, you know, the Art Walk is June 11th. In June, one of our businesses is called Rocky's Comics and he's gonna do a comic fest. That's gonna be the first time. So here's our little Malvern town. We're going to have like a mini, mini Comic Con and there's gonna be people walking up and down in costumes. We're getting our our businesses um, involved and having a theme like we have uh, our town grill which is an old fashioned kind of soda pop place um, and diner. And you know that might have a Delorean sitting outside the front, and it's going to be a Back to the Future theme. Like we're really trying to incorporate our um, our member businesses wow. with his comic Comic Fest.
1: Wow, uh, Ed, Janet, Dan, I think we're going to have to head over and check that out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun, really fun. Ed, I would think one of the challenges that you have, because you cover such a wide geographical area, is unlike Northport and Malvern, you don't really have a downtown hub, per se, where you can hold events, or you, you probably do, maybe Seacliff or Glenhead, right, or something like that, but uh, any thoughts or ideas? Uh, so as far
3: as uh, different events that we do, we do have a fall festival where uh uh, we've invited businesses to show their wares. Uh, so we're in the planning stage for that uh, right now for uh, some time in September. Um, and the venue could be towards, the, we're hoping, either uh, in the Glenhead area or at Tappan Beach uh, on the water, uh, so, uh, we're, as I say, we're in the planning stage for that. We have that as an annual event. And, you know, coming out of the pandemic, uh, we're coming up with new ideas as well. We're getting our feet back on the ground We're, you know, the Gold Coast uh, as a business association's really only been in existence just for a few years now. And then the pandemic uh, hit. And because of that, as I indicated, we weren't really uh, being in the promotion uh uh, area um, because of that, um, but we're getting our, our feedback on the ground, and hopefully we'll be the type of group that other groups will, you know, come to. Uh, because what what I plan, my vision is to have a networking of all the different business associations in that Gold Coast area to make it a. Uh, a unified uh, effort, if you will. And we're on the on the path to that as, as well. But we do have, like in Seacliff, there's an art council that has multiple events throughout the year. We have in Seacliff, of course, the Mini Mart uh, first Sunday in October, which is uh, monumental, which we haven't had for the last two years, where, again, businesses come out from all the different areas. So be- because I think uh, Glen Cove, they have music events, as Seacliff does, um, there's always, and your question or your point is, is right on, uh, we don't have to, you know, do like as Malvern or Northport does. We don't have that central location, but we can utilize the locations and the events that all those communities have,
1: yes. Yeah, because you're more of a regional business association Less so uh, right. sort of a local. And it event.
3: never and it never was, because when it was, you know, since 1980, so uh, it was always Glenhead and, and Glenwood Landing and, and a little bit at the end, a little Sea Cliff. So this is a whole new concept, really. So uh, we're hoping that it does uh,
1: work out in the future. Ed, thank you. Janet, thank you. Maria, all good questions. Uh, and now I turn to you, Maria, for the final Day Tripper tour. Uh, for the record, like I said, I've spent a lot of time in Malvern. Uh, And while it's a very small uh, village, there's uh, quite a bit to do. So, Maria, why don't you share with my audience some of those fun things to do in Malvern?
0: Great. Thank you. Uh, Well, a couple of things. Uh, One is that we've got a farm in Malvern. And, you know, here we are right across the border from Queens. And we've got this charming little farm, uh, Crossroads Farm. It's an organic farm. They have um, fruits and vegetables on the weekends and things to do like that. But I think coming with a family, they have little mini tours and they also have age appropriate, like kind of hands-on experiences. So you can go there with the family and learn about planting and actually do some planting. You might even be able to pick some of the vegetables. They have arts and crafts and things of that nature. So I think it would really be fun to start the day at the farm and um, maybe have lunch in town or order from one of our great delis or pizza, or whatever, and then eat on the farm also. They have some picnic tables. So that's kind of a nice, charming. We don't have uh, water, we don't have a coast like that, but we we do have the farm, which is really nice. Um, our town grill, like I had mentioned before, is, is kind of this old fashioned uh, soda pop place. So that's kind of fun. Lots of different opportunities for eating. We have some shopping. Uh, going up and down. We just had a new store open this weekend and it's a pet boutique. It's like very high end. It's really adorable and great. So that's fun. We've got the comic book store. But for historians, we also have Vin Capone Antiques. It's a couple of rooms on Broadway. And most people don't even know that this exists because you have to um, make an appointment to go there. But it's it's like a little mini museum. And it's a Civil War memorabilia. It's incredible. It's really, really incredible. So that's kind of a nice way to spend some time over there also. We've got the bar right next door to that, which is is really nice for a refreshment. And um, obviously the movie theater. I I think if one parent took somebody to the movie theater or, or the bowling alley, the other parent went and got a massage or nails done, or, or you know a service like that. We've got all of that through the town. So there are a lot of different options. You can kind of split the time, split the day. But I think starting off in the farm, uh, going and enjoying some shopping and the comic book stores, some history and great food and drink. I mean, that's what Malvern's about.
1: And I just love that uh, someone could jump on a train from the city and literally be dropped off right in the center of town.
0: Yeah, we do have a train station there, so it is fantastic. It's very, very easy to get to Malvern.
1: Yeah, it is. All right. Nice show, everybody. Janet Haft, president of the Northport Chamber of Commerce, joined us today. So did Ed Lieberman. He's the president of the Gold Coast Business Association, and he just heard from Maria Cassini, president of the Malvern Chamber of Com- Commerce. To my listeners, remember to always keep your local businesses in mind when you're making purchases or utilizing services yes it's that important special thanks to dan cox our director of broadcasting here at wcwp he's been my engineer throughout the pandemic and for the first time in a long time he's sitting right across from me it's good to be back brother now buy me lunch chamber chatter has been underwritten by MapTunes long island chamber maps the program is also available as a podcast you can visit wcwp.org forward slash chamber chatter and it can be viewed on youtube search WCWP Studios. Keep listening because Project Independence in you is coming right up. Have a nice weekend.